Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingler's List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined, as always, by the bronze Adonis, Cleon Bewley. Oh, come make my dreams only hard as it seems, loving me is as easy as pie. Dave. Yes, mate. I'm just a love machine. <gasps> yeah, you are. Dave, what's happened this week? The world's fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell, I'll tell you, buddy. Mayday, mayday, mayday! England has fallen. Yes, we're in chaos, mate. We're in chaos. Buckle your seats. What the um, fuck's going people. on? It's going to be one of them shows, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone anywhere remember the British values? So, jump me list them, Dave. You jump me just. We're, we're just jumping into this. Yeah, just this go is for getting it. stupid now. So, I'll list them for you. Number one: tolerance of different cultures and religions. Number two, rule of law, equality and solidarity. Sorry. Democracy, mutual respect, and individual liberty. Hmm. They are the English values. The British values. The British values, yeah. 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 Last week, I said to everyone, Dave, didn't I? I said to everyone that, quite frankly, was making the BLM movement about them. And every white person on the planet, I told them to chill. (laughs) <laughs> because it was make, they were yeah. making them about them, weren't they? Weren't they? And now, Dave, we've got another week reporting on this shit. And quite frankly, I've had enough of it, if you want me to be honest. So l- let's have a look at it. So last week, we're aware, we, we reported on it, that the BLM movement protested in England and across the world. And in uh, Bristol, they brought down the removal of Edward Colston, a statue of a slave, a slave trader um, who traded around 80,000 people. In response to that, a statue of a black playwright and actor was attached. Attached? Attached. Attached. He was attached. Uh, attached. He was attached. He was attacked. The statue of a playwright actor was attacked. Uh, The statue of Jamaican playwright and actor Alfred Fagan was attacked with bleach, for some reason best known to itself. Um, It comes after the Black Lives Matter's anti-racism protesters tore down the statue of slave trader Edward Colston in Bristol. Now, what... First of all, before we get into uh, the fucking Battle of Trafalgar Square that happened <laughs> yesterday, what what's the context here? What do you know? Now, what I'm so I'm so glad you've used that word context because you know I, pre- I we talk cur- current affairs on the show, so you know th- this week I haven't really done any planning because. It just seems to be a continuation of bullshit that's been going on. And but it's some of the things that I've been reading. It's all about context. You've got to put things into context. And if there's no context, then well, you know, you need to understand that well, context. So, so the Black Lives Matter movement. Now the statue in Bristol that's had years of petitions. Yeah, yeah. And it has, Dave. It's had years of petitions to remove the statue. Because the statue, I reported on it last week. We have to keep going over this crap. <laughs> the the statue in Bristol, quite frankly, 
was only erected by the people of Bristol because the gentleman left his money to the people of Bristol for the streets, etc. So they erected a statue, but he made his money on the deportation of 80,000 slaves. So they removed the statue. In 2020, fair enough, the context of the statue. I also spoke about the context of the statue last week in reference to Winston Churchill's statue. Yeah. The context of attacking, that's different. Yes, he had the Bunai, I think, incident. Yeah. I think it's the Bunai incident, the Bengali incident. It's one or the other. Um, but the statue in London of Winston Churchill, the context of the statue, yeah. quite yeah, yeah, frankly, yeah. is there because of his achievement in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Got nothing to do with anything else. Yeah, yeah. Leave it alone. We're reporting to have to put. We're going to have to put that into a museum now. Well, no. Anyway, anyway, anyway. In in back to context. So we removed we removed the statue in Bristol, and now the statue of a black playwright and actor was attacked in response to that. Now, that, that makes no sense. Yeah. So, yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement came to England uh, in response to, is it George Floyd's murder? Yeah, George George, um, George Floyd's murder. I do. Sorry, I, a lot's been going on. Yeah, there's on so much going on, you know been, what I mean? It's, it's one of them. It's been turned left, right, and centre. At the end of the day, when, you know, we, we do this podcast as, as a form of like entertainment, but we're not journalists, you know what I mean? It's not our job to keep up with, <laughs> with the remember names and shit. Like, it's, you know, it's one of them. There's so much going on. There's a, there's a lot going on. So, um, it, it, the, the BLM movement came over, and fair enough. So, in response to the BLM movement to yesterday, so today's... Uh, data Sunday the 14th so on Saturday the 13th we had the Battle of fucking Trafalgar Square so in the centre of London huge fireworks exploded in Trafalgar Square and central London descended in battleground uh, running fights broke out at iconic Whitehall landmarks as far right thugs disrupted Black Lives Matters demos or BLM demos sorry uh, yards from the cenotaph, beer swelling yards claimed they had come to protect history and prevent statues being damaged. But instead, pitch battles with the police chanting England, 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 yeah. and turned more into a scene of what was football thuggery. Yeah. I, I saw, I did see a video of, um, what What was the name? Is it, is it called the... Is it called the Football Lads Association or something? This this group. I don't know, matey. But there's I, a picture. There's a picture somewhere. In God's sake, let me just reel back some of the pictures. There's one picture with I think it's Winston Churchill, and some of the guys are doing Nazi, Nazi salute. Winston yeah, yeah. Churchill. Well, a, a video went you know up. A video went up last week, and it was a guy part of this like lads association thing, and he was sat in his car, and he was explaining why they were going down, and he was like, "We're not going down to cause trouble. We're just going down to guard the the cenotaph and the monuments and the statues. Um, we just want to make sure, yeah, we just want to make sure that they don't get they don't get damaged." And then you see the videos, and it's 
and you, and you know what? With social media as well, it is it is like fucking six of one and half a dozen of the other because people say like, oh, you know, Black Lives Matter and peaceful protests, and then you see somebody else sharing a video. Well, this doesn't look peaceful to me, and it's people attacking police and whatnot. And then taking, and then this happens where you've got the the other side. You've got the um, you know the guys doing the the Nazi salutes. Uh, and attacking the police and the people that were posting about black lives matter protesters attacking the police are all of a sudden really fucking quiet but it works both ways the people that were saying black lives matter is a peaceful protest and now showing these videos you know what i mean and it really is six one and a half a dozen the other and i've said it so many goddamn times when it comes yeah, to but- social media that the the far of one side and i'm not going to use the terms left and right but the far of one side and the far of the other shout the fucking loudest and then hopefully oh my. normal folk like me and you get to watch this it's <laughs> i mean i mean for god's sake i mean how do we prosecute facebook for half of this yeah. because quite yeah, frankly yeah. the circulation of pictures there's a picture of nelson mandela the you and nelson mandela and that some <laughs> They've put a banana in his hand and they're taking pictures doing it. And he, and he, Ridiculous. And I, it's absolutely thuggery. It, uh, it, it, it's, it's dickheadness. Yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah. Even know what, I don't even know what I call it, and quite it frankly. Is... Dickheadness. There you go. Stick that in the fucking dictionary. Pure dickheadness. Uh, there there's a picture also of a gentleman urinating on pc palmer's yeah um, i was just gonna bring that up memorial and he was he was murdered on duty to knife to a knife wielding terrorist outside parliament in 2017 hmm. these are talking about defending monuments and there's them pissing all over a monument yeah, yeah. what type what and, and you, what know what? you know what is going on in england you know what cleon i'm 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 I'd, i would Genuinely. like to think I would like to think that there there was a select few people that went down genuinely to defend the statues and the monuments. I reckon there was, there was at least a handful of people that genuinely went down. Ten. Like there's like there's <laughs> genuine like there's genuine peaceful protesters, you know what I mean? And then everybody else gets involved. It's it's an absolute crazy fucking world at the moment i i've been you know quite vocal with the black lives matter thing um and i've been quite vocal about it on social media but i've got to a point now where i just i'm a bit like i'm dumbfounded with everything that's going on and i'm watching it all going yeah none of this is going to fucking matter it'll be the next big thing within a couple of weeks it will go away because of how how stupidly it's all been handled because of how poorly it's all been handled Mm. Um, you know, and people, people, you know, they, they say like, oh, I'm all up for peaceful protests. Everybody's all up for a peaceful protest. But you know the problem with a peaceful protest? It achieves fuck all. So that's when, yeah. that's when riots start. So, you know, things get achieved with riots as, as horrible as it is to think. Things get achieved with riots and things are changed when it comes to, when, when, when riots happen. I'm not up for looting. Looting I, I is, a, is a big no-no, but you know what I mean? Things will change with riots, but now it's all just gone a little bit to shit. And, you know, you throw it in with the whole COVID-19 thing as well, and it's just, like like you say, fucking England's falling. Like, I, I don't get what today's was about. Why? Why? 
I, I don't I don't understand why there was a, a demonstration. I don't yeah. I don't understand the reasoning behind it. I've not um I've not looked heavily what, into we what's were going, been going down on. to defend the monuments. What what that's duggery. Yeah. There's yeah. no peaceful protest there. You're saying you're saying right, Dave, and I do apologise. Sorry, I'm rubbishing what I'm rubbishing the peaceful protests. Because yeah, quite frankly, your your already mindset is I'm going down to defend the monuments. The sentence alone is fucked. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, you're you're going down with that mindset. Yeah. That somebody is going to attack. Yeah. That's the mindset you're going down with. So I, I just think, I think I, I've got no idea what today was about. I think Quite a lot frankly, of them. I've got no idea. Today, sorry, yesterday. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, yeah. was, it just made everything, it just completely made everything look disgusting. I think a, a, a lot made, of them as well, it will, it will just be an excuse, right? We need to come up with a legitimate excuse to go down and cause trouble. Oh, we'll say we're defending the monuments. Okay, that's fine. And it was just an excuse for them to go down so, and, and kick off. Yeah, but let's let's just let's just look at the wider picture. Let's just look at the wider picture. So you're in America right now, and the television pans out to a picture of Winston Churchill mm-hmm. and a bunch of people fighting and doing Nazi salutes behind his back. You pan over to a picture of Nelson Mandela and you put bananas in his hand and they're doing Nazi salutes behind his back. How does that look to the world in a yeah. wider picture? Yeah. During the Black Lives Matter movement, uh-huh. we've absolutely, absolutely, England, we've shown our right bad self yesterday. It, it, it's chaos. It's chaos, Dave. Everything's gone tits up. Hundred arrests, matey. Was it? Um, was it all? I, I've I've had a quick a quick flick through like different videos and whatnot, and from what I can see, up north. Um, like Liverpool, for example, they had protests yesterday, and everybody was just having a big fucking party in the streets. There was drums, and people were having a laugh. And there, oh. I think I think there was one in Stafford. That was all. That was like the one in Stoke. It was all lovely, and everybody was stood social distancing. And is it literally just down south that all this is it kicking was, off? It was just in Trafalgar. There was a oh. massive fight, pitch fight in Trafalgar. It just turned into a battleground. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. London just went nuts. Everything and, and everything at this moment in time. And I, and I don't know whether it is because of the... It's a volatile subject. And I don't know whether it is just because of the subject or if you just factor everything in that's happening. Let's face it. The world has been coming to an end since about... You remember in 2016 when everybody died? Like, everybody just died in 2016. <laughs> and it didn't really get much better. We had a brief spell in the summer of 2018 where the, the, sun, the sun seemed to burn from February till fucking October and football nearly came home. And that, I think that was just like... That was... That, whoever's whoever's the, the puppeteer for this fucking planet was literally just prick-teasing us in 2018, thinking it's all going to be fun again. And then all of a sudden, it went to shit again. Since <laughs> the last four years, the world's been burning. And <laughs> so, you know, you throw everything into the mix this year. You know, you've got fucking COVID-19. You've got the, the, the Black Lives Matter protests. And is everything just kind of building up and we're all now ready to 
fucking explode. I'm pretty certain that Britain's the laughing stock of the world at the mo- of the mo- at the moment anyway. Just yeah. because of the way that we've handled this pandemic, uh, the whole Brexit thing, whether you're for it or against it, um, you can't you 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 can't deny surely that it's it's a fucking farce. Whether you voted mm-hmm. leave or remain, you know what I mean. I know several people that voted uh, remain, several that voted leave, and they're all going. This is a bit of a joke right now. Um, and is everything just built up and we're all just imploding, exploding? I don't know I would, at all. Uh, I've got no idea, but everyone just seems a little bit angry. And I also think a lot has got to do with it because uh, they've all got time off work. Well, yeah, that's the other one as well. That's the other one. Would they all have been at so work? So let's, let's be honest about Yeah, would they all have been at work? The answer is yes. Yeah. Would it so have quite frankly, everybody's got time ooh, on their we've hands. got nothing due. We've had nothing due since March. Let's go defend the statues. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, All that frustration and everything else. Ugh. So and, yeah, and, quite um, frankly, England, we're a laughing stock. Congratulations, well done. Woo! And uh, and Netflix seem to think that they can solve it by taking Little Britain off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's. Oh, shall we talk about that? Yeah, we, I think yeah. We let's can. get into I that. Little Britain. Can. What else have they taken off? What well, else they, have they taken they've taken off, Little Britain off. They've taken Come Fly with Me off, which was David Williams and Matt Lucas. Um, they uh, uh, all four have taken Bo Selector off, and the Forty Towers episode of the Germans that was also. Um, it was it, it was taken down while they reviewed it, and then it was put back. Um, so th- that's everything that got taken off. And we've also had Anton Deck uh, apologise for doing uh, blackface as well a few years ago. Um, now, the thing about David Williams and Matt Lucas is they've apologised on several occasions over the last ten years for doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's nothing new that f- for them to... I mean, David Williams, I think it was three years ago, said he wouldn't make Little Britain again. Or if he was to make it, it wouldn't be the same. Um, yeah. You know, it's a different it's a different time. Um, I... You've, you've got the the argument... Okay, well, I'm not going to get into the, into, the, into the white chicks argument yet. That's for an, another fucking year. I don't know. Um, but I think... Oh, um, the Mi- not the Mighty Boosh. Yes, the Mighty Boosh. I think that got taken down off off one platform um, because Noel Fielding uh, he did the Spirit of Jazz. I think and there may have been another blackface character as well and um, a League, League of Gentlemen. Um, I'm not just, too sure which. I presume the character just, Papa Lazaro. I presume it was that character in that one. So I suppose blackface. So blackface. So let's go back throughout blackface. Why is it offensive? So. Quite for um, Al Jolson. If yeah, we go it, back it to that comes, time in the minstrels. I've used um, I've used the term before a couple of weeks ago. I used the term. It comes from like you know Black Lives Matter and what. It comes from a place of oppression. You know what I mean. Hmm. And blackface has a lot to do with oppression and the oppression of black people and and that caricature. Um, um, stereotypical um personification is not the word i'm looking for i don't think but that the the portrayal portrayal of the black man um that it's the happy good lucky yeah. slave traders sidekick mm-hmm. it comes it that's, comes from a that's, horrible that's the 
Yeah. Blackface comes from a horrible, nasty place. Now, did... When David Williams and Matt Lucas and Noel Fielding and Anton Deck, and let's go back to the 90s, Harry Enfield, he did it. W- w- did they do blackface from a place of hate? No. They did it to mock no. stereotype. They did it to um, they did it to create something funny. And, uh, you know, um, Lee Francis and, and Bo Selector as well. Lee Francis, who's gone on record saying, and he's, he's like, you know, he's horrified with himself for, for the... For the for Bo Selector. Um, there's been a, a news mm-hmm. article, uh, Trisha Goddard's uh, come out and spoke about it, and and she was mortified with her portrayal uh, by Lee Francis on Bo Selector, and apparently her children got bullied because of it. Um, and Lee Francis has found out about this, and he's, he's mortified about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you've got to... Th- but, what I, what I think, you've, especially with like Little Britain... Well, I think people forget how old little britain is it's neil well if you class the radio show as well it's 20 years old and and comedy was different 20 years ago like comedy was different 40 years ago like it was different 60 years ago and things that were quote-unquote acceptable then aren't acceptable now you can't penalize and punish somebody for something they did 20 years ago, especially if they've gone on record and said, I wouldn't do that again. It's a product of its time. And you look at um, Faulty Towers, the Germans episode, people seem to think that that got pulled because of Basil Faulty goose-stepping around the restaurant. It wasn't. It was because of the major. And and as soon as they said it, I knew exactly which scene it was because I've referenced it so many times. And the, the major's talking about taking a woman to the Oval to, to see India at the Oval and the cricket and how she referred to them as racial slurs and you think he's going to correct her but he just corrects her with another racial slur it's yeah. comedy of the time and yeah and and that go and it comes back to it's that not word representing yeah it, it comes back to the word context so yeah. You need to know the context behind it, I think, before you can judge it. N- know the context behind it before you can judge it. Um, you can't just go, oh, they've ripped down a statue. I'm getting yeah. ripped down a black statue. Yeah. And There's no relation or correlation towards the context at all. I mean, the, the context behind the major character, um, and if you think of a character like Alf Garnet as well, the context behind them was they were portraying stereotypical racists in British society, yeah. and it what they weren't yeah. enforcing racism, and that was that's Mocking the context. Racism. That's the context behind it. Um, do I think? Did I think Little Britain was funny at the time? Yes. Do I watch it now and think it's a bit cringe? Yes. It's twenty years later, nearly, and I do think it is a little bit cringe. Um, do I think it deserves to be polled? No. However, I would do something like what Disney Plus do. Um, Disney Plus, with some of their films and and whatnot from <laughs> from the from back in the day, they put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show saying some of the characters in this show are a, a portrayal of the time and they don't represent anything now. Um, <clears throat> Sorry, uh, I just had a notification pop up. Um, so yeah, and and they don't um, uh, represent you know anything modern day. And I think that that um, should be added 
to um, these shows, these old comedy shows. Put a disclaimer yeah. at the front saying, you know, this was recorded in a time where this was somewhat acceptable and they don't represent the views of the day. And then people at least know kind of what's going on. Yeah, or when they tweet in their hundreds and thousands with a complaint, you can just reference them to the disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. It kind of cuts off an argument point. Yeah. So uh, I'm quite, yeah, I'm just... It just seems dead. Social media, I think social media is playing a very negative part in everything yeah. at this moment in time, if you want me to be honest. It's all clouded with people arguing, friends arguing between race. Um, everyone all of a sudden has become, has gone from being a politician, an expert and scientist on COVID-19 yeah. to uh, a history expert, quite frankly, overnight. Yeah. And it's a bit... So, can everyone just chill? Second <laughs> week, I'm going to ask everybody. Yeah, everybody God, what, what am I going to be talking about next week? Probably everybody chilling again. Anyway, um, I've got as a COVID update. <laughs> a COVID update. Got as a COVID update. Uh, we've we've got the um, the lowest recorded deaths since lockdown i believe i think that's what it is today uh, it's just 36 new deaths recorded um i love how we're just saying it's just just yeah it's just 36 just just, just 36 um coronavirus uk winning the battle quote unquote as just 36 new deaths recorded the official total of uk deaths across all settings rises to 41,698, with more than 295,000 having tested positive for COVID-19. Now, this news just so happens to come out the day before um, lockdown measures are once again being lifted. Coincidence. Hmm. Are the the media just telling us what we want to hear? Hmm. Conspiracies. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> today being the 14th, Dave. Today being the today 14th. Is the 14th tomorrow, being, tomorrow being the 15th. High, store, uh, high street stores will nervously open their doors tomorrow for the first time in three months, praying for a post-lockdown spending spree to avert disaster. Bosses are desperate to welcome back customers after losing $1.8 billion a week in sales. I'm not sure about that. During the shutdown of non-essential shops. But there's an uncomfortable sense of boom or bust surrounding a day that may make or break traders. So the main worry here, Dave, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number one, the retail industry has always been about price. It yeah. has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's going to end up happening is all the high street stores are going to end up putting on the uh, best sale they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah? yeah to okay. do what? To do what? Sell stuff. And to attract people yeah, to, to come attract in. people to come in, yeah. yeah. And what problem have we got at the moment? Well, not that many people can go in, in one go. So what problem are we going to create? Um, loads of people in one area trying to get in. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the main... 
that's the main retail problem at this moment in time. Yeah. Now, if you go into Hanley, David, right now, uh, Hanley, Hanley for the people who are listening to us in Saudi Arabia, America, and Hong Kong, <laughs> uh, in Russia as well. Hi, guys. Um, got one, li- got well. one listener in Israel. Don't forget him. Oh, hey. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, hey. Um, Hanley is our town centre. Yeah, it's our um, city centre. Contract. Yeah. And if you've ever been to a theme park, quite frankly, that's what they've created in the t- town centre of Hanley. So it is all gated off now, David. There's uh, walkways everywhere, all in anticipation of tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, so it's those like, it's walkways, like it's... those walkways, Dave, have quite frankly become a me looking at going at a water fan- a water ride, and not going on it. Because quite yeah. frankly, I just want to go up there and fuck with it. <laughs> I, I, I just want to go lead people people in various different directions on this great theme park maze ride that I've created. Uh, this is probably heavily CCTV'd, but it's just a dream. It's just a dream. <laughs> so what's going to end up happening, Dave, is retail is going to end up being the cheapest of the cheap. Everybody's on furlough and lockdown at this present moment in time with a whole bunch of cash ready to spend because they've only been spending it in B&M. They're going to go out and we're going to see what happens with the second spike, which still hasn't happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's quite... I mean, I, personally, I, I have got no reason to go into any city centre tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's... it's um, it, it's it's great that you know i haven't either yeah we've got we've got we've got to open everything eventually you know think businesses need to start running again we need to start boosting the economy again at some point um but the one thing i've learned during this lockdown is the amount of shit that i used to buy that i simply just don't need, need. you know what i mean so yeah, the shops are open, and that's great. Oh, I can go run up and buy some trainers and some clothes and uh, a record and a coffee. Uh, you know what I mean? But I, I don't need anything. You know, I don't, I don't need and or want anything. And uh, and as much as I want to support, I say support the high street. I want to support local business now. You know what I mean? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I know, I know several people in their local businesses that have been hit hard by this this lockdown and i i want to go and support local business now so i i see no reason to go and stand in a queue to go into you know fucking h&m or you know primark or anything like that um i'll un- be un- unless i need something you know what i mean i'll be 100 percent honest if i fancy mcdonald's i drive to leak the one in oh crikey what's the school uh, ooh, Holden Bridge. Oh, the one just down, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. And if there's no queue there, I'll pull in. And quite frankly, the only reason I do that is because of the slalom they've created around the car park. <laughs> That's fantastic, Dave. Mm. It's just fantastic. Mm. I boot my car around that. It's a bit like I see it as, can you remember Police Academy where they were going around yeah, that slalom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've created one of them, so when it's wet, you have a grand old time. That's amazing, but I'm not sitting in a queue. That's not happening. No. no. So, so summary, David, we'll see what happens tomorrow when the high street opens on Monday the 15th. Yeah, so we basically the shops that are opening, fashion shops, charity shops, betting shops, fashion, um, tailors, dress fitters, 
um, auction houses, antique stores, art galleries, photography studios, uh, gift shops, and retail spaces and theatres, museums, libraries, heritage sites, tourism sites, mobile phone stores, um, indoor markets, craft fairs, and similar types of retail. That's all what's on the list. Uh, however, pubs, restaurants, hairdressers can't open. Um, they've done a U-turn on zoos. Zoos can open tomorrow now, um, but they can't have any of the indoor attractions open. Um, so we can all go and stand in, um, you know, TK Maxx, uh, but we can't all go and stand and look at the lizards at Chester Zoo. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and the uh, outdoor cinemas can open. So, you know, drive-in cinemas, outdoor cinemas. Them, them, in England, yeah. Them, them travelling... Them travelling um, outdoor cinemas that that are a thing as well. They can all operate from tomorrow, um, and and from yesterday, Cleon, we had the support bubbles as well. That 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 became a thing oh. yesterday. Support bubbles, um, which means in exactly nine months' time, we're going to have a um, an influx of new babies. I'm guessing. <laughs> pretty much pretty much everybody can stay over at people's houses now it is no longer illegal so what there is now is what we like to call a boom in shagging and shagging yeah yeah and uh, for all you americans uh, it's not a dance shagging um it's uh, it's it's uh, how can i put it nicely bonking (laughs) i haven't used used that word for ages bonking The the mattress mambo the mattress mambo a right good rotting. <laughs> Banging of uglies. Um, yeah, so the support bubble thing. So it's not it's not quite everybody can go to everybody's house yet, but if you are living alone, if you're single, living on your own, you can form a support bubble with another household. And you can go to their house and they can go to your house and you don't have to socially distance. Or if you are a single parent with children under the age of 18, you can also take advantage of this. You can go to a, a different house. Uh, uh, the, the the other house can have as many people in it as, as is in it um, and you can have your, your two house support bubble now so um, you know couples that haven't been living together and haven't seen each other or you know single people that live on their own who have uh, friends that they may have let's say benefits with can now go and share houses with each other so I'm expecting a boom in, in children in the next nine months are you Dave? <laughs> Not so, me personally, I just mean <laughs> the UK in general. Like. <laughs> I'll look back at you then. Went, yeah, not okay, me personally. Fair enough. Um, a bit of a boom is the mate. Yeah, so fair they, they are assessing, <laughs> they're also assessing the two metre social distancing rule as well, but that's not going to change until July. So we've got this 4th of July date um, for the next change, which is a couple of three weeks away. Um and that's when they're looking at opening hair salons and places like that. Uh, and that's when also apparently they're going to be looking into um, um, changing the two-metre social distancing rule down to potentially one metre. Um, from what I've read, this all coincides with the, the ratio of like how many people are infected per 1,000. And um, now, we all remember three weeks ago how shit I was at maths, but I'm pretty certain I've got this right. Um, we're, currently, <laughs> we're currently sat at roughly, I think, I think it's like four in every 1,000 people um, have got COVID-19. And I think they want to get that down to one in every 1,000 people uh, before they start 
reducing that social distancing um you know when the when it's down to one in one thousand the odds of somebody with COVID 19 being in your area are obviously lower so there's no reason for you to stay two meters away from everybody but they're saying it'll be one meter away instead um i mean they might want to tell the guy that was stood behind me in the supermarket that because he he certainly didn't (laughs) he was practically inside me cleon practically inside me (laughs) i don't want to talk about supermarkets it's absolute chaos out there isn't it yeah it's it's a it's a fucking nightmare at the moment um but yeah so all these these new rules and stuff come into play tomorrow the shops are opening hopefully you know the economy is going to start getting back on track but you know is it is it oh the, the fucking schools as well go back tomorrow as well don't they yeah that starts my daughter tomorrow. doesn't go back tomorrow she goes back a week tomorrow yeah so um it's it's so it's the last week of parent teaching <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm enjoying mine it's pretty cool man um but you know i, I do have older children so it's uh, it's a bit easier for me <laughs> it's the last week of parent um, teaching this week dave yeah, so the schools go back, and uh, from what I understand, there's several like colleges and and, and high schools and whatnot. Uh, now I know the the younger kids went back a couple of weeks ago, but it's uh, it's the year tens and year twelves that'll be going back tomorrow. Um, and from what I've read yeah. from different schools and colleges around the country, uh, these kids will be only going in one day a week. They'll be adhering to a normal timetable, but only for one day a week. And social distancing measures will still be in place in the school, in the college, um, and uh, and you know it's to, so they get that face to face time with teachers um, before they move up into you know year thirteen and, and, and year eleven, which are important exam years uh, here in the UK. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I I don't know. If there's a general benefit for the student with going back to uh, to, to college or school for the day, yes, yes, um, there is because I I thought this with my younger children. Yeah, they can go back because quite frankly they've had no interaction with other mm-hmm. children. The only interaction has been with us, so they yeah. can go and have some kid interaction. But obviously, that's like limited. That's limited as well, though, isn't it? Because of um the social distance that they got up in space but yeah but yeah there is that um, you know that that person to person that social interaction which is definitely going to benefit um they won't be able to limit it after so long no 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 no. and that's the thing it's only so long that you know it's so it's so reliant and dependent on people just playing the part isn't it you know what i mean with little kids with older kids it's a bit easier because they understand but with you know with little kids it is going to be a little bit it is going to be harder to do um, but you know them them schools go back. I mean, there's only f- four weeks left, five yeah. weeks left, four weeks left of term anyway. Left. Is it five? Yeah. yeah, five. There's only five weeks left of term anyway, and then it's the it's the big summer holidays. Um, yeah. But you know, it, that's only five days of of that child going into school i don't know what would have been better to have like a group of children go in for a week and then they're done for the summer or have them actually go in one day a week for the next five weeks i don't know i mean i'm, I'm, not, I'm not a teacher so I, I don't know the benefits of it personally but also also i think damn the six-week holidays i'm not being nasty teachers quite frankly you're being fucking idle <gasps> you can't, can't be say that cleon 
You can't oh, say that. Oh, piss off, Dave. They've still piss been. They, they've still been working. <laughs> no, they haven't still been working. Let's be honest. I'm not saying that teachers have been working, taking care of around seven children throughout the period of lockdown in the entire school. That's not working. I'm sorry, that doesn't take the entire teacher force. So come on, I think the younger teachers, definitely the younger teachers, should get back out and get working. Uh, I, I think the six-week holidays, sorry, I, I'll rephrase that before I get more emails and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'll rephrase that. I think the six-week holidays should actually be three weeks. Right, okay. Um I, I, so this, I'm partial this, to this is like the finish of term, so there's an extra three weeks. Yeah, I'm I'm partial to disagree with you on that one, but I do understand where you're coming from. Um, I, I do get what you're saying. I am partial to disagree. There's a um, teachers are still working, and I'd imagine it is a ridiculously more stressful time because because of COVID nineteen, because of putting new teaching practices into practice. Um, and then deal, yeah. dealing with the children coming back as well and trying to maintain all the social distancing and whatnot. Um, I am partial to disagree, but I'm not saying I don't understand your point of view, Ice. Well, oh, you know what? I, I think they steal. I, I, oh, you know what? You know what? I think they're stealing a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I would quite like to. Um, I, I do know. Uh, of a couple of teachers that potentially listen to the show, by the way. So I would actually quite like to get, um, I would quite like to get people's opinion on that. Um, where if you are, um, if you are a teacher, any teachers that have been working through this lockdown period and this COVID nineteen period, how what has the experience been like for you? And, um. You know, how, do do you feel more stressed, less stressed? Have you benefited from it? Um, how have the kids been with it? Um, you know, get in touch with us. We'll give you all of the social media links at the end of the show. But yeah, I would love to actually hear from teachers on that on that point. I also want to hear of teachers from the younger children, so also ages four, five, six, and seven, because I think you're stealing a living. <laughs> it's just colouring in, Cleon. It's just colouring in. I don't. It's like, <laughs> just colouring in. I did. I've I, been teaching. I've been teaching my daughter. I've taught my daughter Shakespeare. I've taught her Churchill. I've taught her Henry VIII. I've taught her World War Two. I've, ta- <laughs> <laughs> I've taught her Marianne Antoinette. I've taught her fossils. I've taught her dinosaurs. <laughs> Come on, um, six. And she's got a working working knowledge of great white sharks and Nazis. <laughs> you know what? I used to I used to work with somebody who was um, a, a teacher, um, and they, they, she what she wasn't working as a teacher at the time, but she was a qualified teacher looking for work. And uh, we got chatting. We were talking about teaching for a, a good hour, and then I said, "I said, so what do you teach?" And she went, "Reception." And I just went. That's just fucking colouring in. That's just that's that's just colouring in, Doc. I don't get it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just taking yeah. the piss, though. Um, credit to all the I'm teachers not. out there. Yeah, Cleon isn't. Uh, message in there, people. We'll give you the links at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, also, also, as everyone unsubscribes to my after my comments, yeah. please subscribe. Please give us a like and, and please rate us in the little ratings thing. You know, with the star thingies and everything else. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, 
I've got a bit of local sport for everybody. Local sport. A local, bit of local sport. And when we do local sport here on Shingler's List, um, we do Port Vale and Stoke City or Stoke City and Port Vale. We don't bother with Crew Alexander because, quite frankly, we don't care. <laughs> different periscope, um, mate. Don't matter. Different. I can't be honest with Crew Balls, do we? So, um, Benekafobi. Uh, the Stoke City striker. He's been linked to a move to Bristol City. Um, however, there, there's been links after the COVID-19 of the seven to £8 million. That's the problem. The links to COVID-19 and the value of the player. And if he finishes the season well, mm-hmm. we could be looking at a transfer to seven to £8 million, Dave. Ah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I've seen the. You could be off, mate. Um, I've seen the uh, the. Sorry, I'm I'm interrupting, and you're doing sport, not me. So you carry on, and then I'll throw I'll throw my top yeah. in. <laughs> also, the deal hinges on how Phoebe uh, fares over the remaining nine games after COVID nineteen. Um, so if Bristol do well in the league, I suppose they'll have more money to buy him with afterwards. Uh, on COVID-19, Stoke City uh, are giving season ticket holders a range of refund options as a result of the 2019-20 home games. Um, they are no longer available to attend. No longer available to attend. No longer available. The championship season will resume on Saturday, June the 20th, with the Potters facing nine matches, four of them behind closed doors at the Bet365 Stadium against Middlesbrough, Barnsley, and Birmingham and Brentford. All season card holders have had a pro rata value owing uploaded onto their season ticket account. So if the Stoke City fans log into their season ticket account, they will be able to see their refund options. Stoke City have given each fan a range of options for them to choose on a pro rata basis. Um, So if you'll log into your uh, account, you should be able to see what you've been given there by Stoke City Football Club. Okay. That's Stoke City. Hurrah! Which so the the championship? Which leagues have stopped play now for the season? Is it just is it League Two and League One? Have League One stopped play as well? Everything below the championship. So the premier. Um, so the cha- everything below the championship. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I wasn't sure. Okay. So uh, Port Vale, Port Vale owner Carol Shanahan has written to supporters to talk about her plans and to reflect on the season. Now it is officially finished. In some highlights to the letter, um, what Carol wrote to the fans, as my light goes off. Hmm. While I never expected to write anything such as this, when we as a family took over the responsibility for running Port Vale last May, and had hopes as a club, Vale would improve both on and off the pitch. We all had a few jitters in the beginning. Um, and we seem to parked and settled at 10th and never moved. Um, she also alluded to go on to say thank you to all the fans. Um, the effect of COVID-19 pandemic has devastated the cash flow of all sports of all sports clubs, not just ours. Currently, funds coming into the club are through the government's furlough scheme, but also the generosity of fans. We've blown away by the response of you through sales from the shop. 
but also through the sale of season tickets when we can't promise a start date to the season. We've sold well over a 1,000 tickets, which is 25% of last season's total ticket sales, which is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Dave. Um, vale would like to thank everyone and reflect on a cup draw against Man City and also what could have been with local lad superstar coming home for his concert after it was postponed and reset for next year. We look forward to next season's coming events. Mm. And that's Port Vale. And that's local sports news. A bit mm. of a, an update there. Well, so that... Benicophobia looks like he's off at the end of the season. Stoke City are giving season ticket holders refund options on their accounts if you don't log into there. And that was a brief highlight from Carol Shanahan's letter to the Vale fans. Yeah, Vale, vale finished just below the uh, playoffs, didn't they? Uh, when the league Just ended. below the playoffs, I believe. Uh, before they des- decided to wrap it up. Yeah, I believe um, uh, Carol did it. It was a bit of a classy move from Carol because they, they, they were debating whether to open the, start the season again, weren't they? And it was something to do with if the season... It, it, to keep the the clubs open and running or whatnot it would put certain clubs in jeopardy of actually folding if they didn't just end the season there and then and obviously Vale were in with that chance of getting into the playoffs but apparently uh, Carl Shanahan was like we need to think of the bigger picture and think of the other teams um, and they would rather just end it now and it was a bit of, a bit of a classy move to help other teams out I understand that's what I've read anyway I understand that to be the case yeah, so I think the playoffs are still happening, but the season's been wrapped up. Yeah, I so think we've decided the teams on a, yeah. a, a win by win pro rata basis, mm-hmm. and Vale just missed out. Just top, missed out due to the pandemic at COVID nineteen. So, well, there's always whilst, next we're, <laughs> whilst we're on the subject of COVID nineteen, let's bounce about. Also, while we're in local subject of COVID nineteen. The Stoke Royal Hospital, Dave. Mm-hmm. Eight cameras have been installed at Stoke's main hospital to check whether or not you've got coronavirus. Ooh. Okay. So they are thermal scanners. So they report a person's body temperature and anyone displaying signs of a fever will be intercepted and removed from a non-COVID area of the Royal Stoke University Hospital. This has been paid for <clears throat> with a portion of the £10 million donation from De- the Denise Coates Foundation. Thank you, Miss Coates. Mm. Uh, and it's what a number of measures being brought into the Hartzell complex. Other changes include, are you ready, Dave? Go on, are go you, on. Gr- are you gripped in? Are you gripped in? A special green area for coronavirus-free patients. A designated blue area for pa- patients with coronavirus. A one-way system on stairwells. Restriction. Restrictions on a number of people allowed in lifts. We're talking big changes. In the segregated, we're talking segregated parking areas. These are the big changes that COVID-19 has been brought into at the Royal Stoke. Um, That's a bit of local local news here on Shingler's List. Yeah, I'm... um... You know, the, obviously things have got to be put into place and things have got to be changed with the hospitals and whatnot, but um, it sucks if you haven't got COVID and you've just got a bit of a temperature and you get dragged into the COVID area with all the other COVID sufferers. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> but what else are you meant to do? I broke my leg. I don't oh, really no. know of another way around it. Like, if you break you know, your leg, you've got to come in hospital. Like, if you, what? If you got a little bit, yeah. You know, if you got a little bit of fucking food poisoning, got a bit of a temperature on from it, like you know, you ain't got COVID, but you're in, you're down with the COVID sufferers in your in your fucking yeah. in your your plastic mask and your uh, in your face mask, like <laughs> like an ET. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, very quickly before we wrap it up, because we're, we're, we're running out of time here, I just want to save you, Cleon. I want to save you two and a half hours of your life. Yeah. Um, Go. So okay. there's, a, there's a film that's just gone on to uh, Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Um, and it was, it was trending, and it was top ten. And it's called The Last Days of American Crime. And the trailer looked, looked all right. It's a, bit, it's, it's a heist film, in all fairness. And, you know, I enjoy a good heist film every now and then. Um, and yeah, they're always fun. We thought we'd we thought we'd watch this in the house, and we stick it on. And I noticed when I press play, it's two and a half hours long, and I'm like, "What the f- is this? A fucking Scorsese film or something? What's all this about? Like two and a half hours?" And it and it starts, and I'm ten minutes in, and I'm wondering what the fuck's going on. And the acting's not brilliant, and I'm a bit like, "Is this a Netflix produced film, or is this some kind of made for fucking?" tv b movie i don't know what's going on here overly (laughs) overly complicated scenes that don't need to be there speech that doesn't need to be there actors that really don't need to be there in all fairness and we got we got just short of an hour we were like 50 minutes into this film when i just hit pause and i said to the missus are you actually fucking enjoying this because i genuinely don't know what the fuck i'm watching here this is this is awful this is a really bad film and there's an hour and 37 minutes left. And I'm still... I, I don't I don't get it, like... To which she says, I'm so glad you fucking stopped it. I, I thought you... I, I was only watching it because you were watching it. Cleon, <laughs> fucking awful, mate. Absolutely awful. So, it, no, just don't watch it. Just do clear. not bother. We put the running man on instead. <laughs> Literally... Yeah. The time that was left on that film, we were able to watch The Running Man. The Last Days of American Crime, that's my official Shingles S review. It's it's tosh, don't fucking bother. It's bad acting, bad narrative, uh, no fucking un, unneeded scenes, don't know what's happening. You Maybe you've enjoyed it. People must have enjoyed it. Either, either they've only watched it because they've already completed Netflix and this was a new film, and that's why yeah. it's trending top ten. Or some people are actually enjoying it, but it's fucking awful. Um, so yeah, don't watch that. Just watch some old classic Arnold Schwarzenegger films instead. Um, and and that's fair, fair. That's been like the highlight of my week watching The Running Man. That's been pretty much fair. it. Um, always, I love that film. It's fucking brilliant. It's an absolutely brilliant film. It's on Prime at the moment. So uh, yeah, get on that. Mm. It's on Prime. I think it's on Sky Go oh, as well. I'm not sure though. Um, anyway, unless you have anything to add, Cleon, I, I'm wrapping that up for the week. Um, uh, can everybody please chill out? Chill out. That'll be the that'll be the tagline. Can I not have? Can we not have to do a show next week? Please, that in, that involves race. It's never. It, we've, it's, we've got it, this, man. We've got old, this forever. We have got this. Calm forever. down, everybody. You just wait till the autumn when we're doing the bloody U.S. elections. Jesus wept. It's going to be the but, worst. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me, let me, let me change that. Uh, let's not have a show where the discussion of race is also paragraphed with riot, with riot, defecation in, in of monuments, defecation of statues, monuments, hate. Let's not have a show like that again. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and if possible, I don't mind not reporting on it. But quite frankly, there's fuck all else going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll, you know? we'll just we'll just get a copy of the Enquirer next week and do do, do some silly stories. Um, that'll be cool. Yeah. Right, we'll big... just go get P- we'll just go get PI. Yeah, that's the one. Um, right, big thanks to everybody that listens uh, week in and week out. Uh, you guys are amazing. Don't forget to share us out amongst your friends and your family. Uh, it's the way podcasts work, man. You know what I mean? You don't advertise a podcast. People tell you about a podcast, then you go and listen to it. So please, everybody that listens, tell your friends, tell your family, and spread the word for us. Be sure to give us a like, give us a subscribe, and give us a, a rating and a comment uh, on iTunes and other podcast platforms that allow it. Follow us on our social media. On Twitter, it's at ShinglersListPC. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Shingler's List Podcast. You can follow me at Shingler M-V-O-C. You can follow Cleon at K-L Bewley. We're also available on YouTube for everybody that doesn't want to use podcast apps and you just want to use your TV or something. Uh, you can listen to the shows on YouTube. You guys are awesome. And uh, we will see you next time.